Welcome back to the 25th episode of This Is Baseball. Man, I hadn't really been paying attention to how many episodes we had been putting out of this show, but I saw we had 25 coming up, and it's worth celebrating. We started this six months ago, about. Opening day was our, our first episode of this show. I was somebody that didn't know anything about podcasting. I still have a lot to learn, but something that I wanted to do and I did it. I, you know, we still have a small audience, but an audience that spans from Kansas City to all over the country to all over the world. So if you've been with us for this ride, thank you for, thank you for being here. And I hope that you stick with us in the future. It's been a lot of fun to do this show covering the 2022 baseball season has been an absolute dream and we still got more to go. We have the postseason that's well underway and we're through the wild card series. We're now through the division series and we have the championship series coming up and we're going to dive into that in a little bit, but first we need to go over the division series, but we also need to talk about kind of some some controversy that's been going on with the baseball community and certain people's feelings about the playoff format. So there's a lot of people that think that this current postseason format where the top two seeds in each league get the first round by, they get to go straight to the division series, and they have their their five days of rest. And a lot of people are saying that that's not fair. You know, baseball is a sport of routine. It's a sport of momentum. And if you're just going to give people a layoff, everybody's going to get cold. They're going to lose that momentum. Rest. The only, the only players that rest really helps are the pitchers. And hitters don't benefit from rest. And... There's been a lot of people that have had this opinion and I see it a little bit. I understand the points being made where maybe rest isn't an advantage, a buy-in baseball isn't an advantage, but it didn't bother the Astros last season. The Astros had that first round buy. And they won the World Series. The Yankees had the first round bye as well. And they went to the American League Championship Series. They obviously lost to the Astros. But two teams that were able to make it out of their respective league's division series. So to say that it's a complete disadvantage, well, the Astros would beg to differ. And the, the Astros this season as well were able to get that first round bye again. And here they sit going back to the American League Championship again for, by the way, the seventh time. That is the most in the American League history. So the Astros have been on this dynastic run, and now they're looking for an opportunity to win back-to-back World Series. They're four games away. But kind of sticking with the idea that the... 
postseason format is unfair. A lot of people have complained because the Braves have now lost to the Phillies in back-to-back seasons. Uh, the the top three records in the league were like one and eight or something in the division series, and obviously those numbers don't include the Astros because that would go against the narrative that this playoff format doesn't work. Everybody has just completely ignored the Astros' accomplishments when talking about the postseason format. So I kind of want to get into these division series matchups and explain why teams won or didn't win. And let's just start with the Baltimore Orioles. The Baltimore Orioles were a team that they won 101 games. They won the American League East. They're incredibly young. And I think that you could make an argument that they arrived to the scene a little bit early. Not to say that they, you know, shouldn't have made the playoffs this season, but I don't know if anybody thought that Baltimore was going to be this good this quick. And I don't know if Baltimore was prepared to to perform. The Rangers the Rangers pitched incredibly well all postseason long up to this point. Baltimore Baltimore didn't. They didn't hit. They didn't pitch. The Rangers just simply outplayed them. And I think that this is this is a series for Baltimore that, yeah, they lost. But there's a lot to celebrate because the future looks bright for them. Um, obviously, a first-round exit is not the outcome that anybody wants in the season. But you could make an argument that they exceeded expectations just by, one, not only winning the very tough American League East but having the best record in the American League in general and being able to 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 jump over the the Tampa Bay Rays the Tampa Bay Rays were early on in the season looked like the team to beat in the East and Baltimore was like okay whatever and they just did their thing they had fun and they just they dominated and came up short you know and that happens in baseball that's the other thing this isn't this isn't like that crazy to think that a team with the best record in its league didn't advance far in the postseason. It's not abnormal in baseball. This is a tweet from at BK Sports Talk. Uh, Brandon Kiley, he does sports radio in St. Louis. Uh, he was defending the playoff format, and he had a list of World Series participants from 2005 to 21 and their records. So Houston in 05. 89 wins. St. Louis Cardinals, I go to this team all the time. 2006 Cardinals, 83 wins. They beat the New York Mets in their NLCS, the 97-win New York Mets. And then 07-2010-11, 90-win teams went to the World Series. Detroit into 2012-88, along with San Francisco in 14 Kansas City in 2014, 89 wins. The Mets, 90 wins. 2021, the year that Atlanta won the World Series. They only won 88 games. So 
this isn't a this isn't a sport where you expect the team with the best record to win the whole thing. There's too many cases where that doesn't happen. Baseball is a sport of being hot at the right time. I think a lot of teams peak too early. Everybody knew that the the Braves were going to win the National League East, and we knew it for a long time. You pretty much it wasn't wrapped up, but it it felt like this division was over in August because they had just they had one of the greatest regular seasons that you can have as a team. Now, and you have Philadelphia on the other side, kind of jumping into this this matchup with the Phillies and Braves in the ALDS. Phillies Braves 2.0 is what it was coined. Philly had to overcome a lot of injuries in the first half of the season. They were under 500 in June, and in the second half of the season, they were completely on fire. They were the best team in majors. And Philadelphia is a team that, yeah, they they won a wild card. They had to play the wild card series, so they didn't have to sit. But it's a team that they won 88 games, but... It's a team that, like, their record, for me, doesn't necessarily... Like, they're better than their record suggests, is what I'm saying. I think the Phillies play like a 100-win team. So, it's not surprising that they beat the Braves. And Philadelphia's starting pitching in this series was completely lights out. In fact, outside of uh, a bullpen, the the bullpen blowing game two... Uh, Zach Wheeler's performance and Bryce Harper's base running blunder. This this was probably a Philly sweep. It be, Philly was just lights out on the mound. The Braves didn't have any answers outside of Austin Riley. Austin Riley was the one highlight I can think of for the Braves outside of the, the double play in game two. The next matchup I want to jump into is... The Houston Astros over the Minnesota Twins. Houston beat Minnesota three games to one. And this was a series that Houston, the one the one team with a bye that won their series. Houston's just better. Minnesota, outside of the, the Pablo Lopez start, Houston just outplayed Minnesota in every aspect of the game. And... Game four was interesting because bottom of the ninth, Ryan Presley was pitching and former Astro Carlos Correa was potential fourth batter to come to the plate. The two, three, four hitters were up. Carlos Correa's fifth in the lineup. And unfortunately, we didn't get to see that drama unfold because Max Kepler was... He struck out looking on a pitch that was far too close to take. So, again, Houston is just, they're better. They're built to succeed. And they're, again, four games, four wins away from from being in the World Series for a third straight season. And with a chance to win back-to-back World Series. The Dodgers and Diamondbacks. Bob Costas, legendary Bob Costas, had had the call. He, he's kind of at this point a love him or hate him kind of guy. He's just kind of kind of monotone. He kind of kind of gave you the feel that he wanted the Dodgers to win this game 
you know, the the Diamondbacks won 16 less games than the Dodgers, but the Dodgers didn't fail because of uh, the layoff. The Dodgers failed because it's just kind of what they do in October, unfortunately, outside of 2020, where they won it all in the COVID-abbreviated season. But like I had said earlier in the show, people were saying pitching is the only thing that benefits from rest. And the Dodgers starting pitching staff completely missed the memo on this. Game one starter, Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw, top three pitcher of his generation, one of the greatest Dodgers ever, first ballot Hall of Famer was only able to go a third of an inning. He was completely terrible. Completely terrible. And that's that's kind of a Clayton Kershaw special. He is a phenomenal, phenomenal regular season pitcher. He he goes he goes silent in the postseason. And honestly, there was a good chance that that was his last game in a Dodger uniform. So Highly unfortunate that that is what his performance was. But then you go to game two, Bobby Miller, game two starter. Inning in two thirds, three runs for him, four hits, two walks. Completely terrible. Again, okay. Guess who wins that game? The Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks are up 2 nothing, going back home to Arizona. And for some reason... The Dodgers think that Lance Lynn was the answer to uh, to be the starter of Game 3. And Lance Lynn got to be on the wrong side of history when the Arizona Diamondbacks hit four solo home runs in one inning. And the fourth one being in hilarious fashion when Diamondbacks catcher hit a, hit a, a ball down the right field line that in real time was called a home run, but... Upon further review, it had gone foul, so they brought him back. And then Lance Lynn, just like the script wrote up, hung a breaking ball, and Moreno drove it to deep left field and gave up that fourth home run for real this time. And, you know, the old saying of a solo home run doesn't hurt anybody, well, unfortunately, it does when you give up four of them. And... Those four home runs were all that the Diamondbacks needed to complete the sweep of the Los Angeles Dodgers. And now they are a team that is moving on to the National League Championship Series to take on the Phillies. Now, if you told me at the beginning of the season that the Championship Series would be Texas and Houston, and then the Diamondbacks and the Phillies... I would not have believed you. I would have believed you about the Phillies and Houston, but Diamondbacks, I didn't have as a playoff team. They were kind of up and down all season long, but again, playing good baseball when they need to. So the Phillies Diamondbacks series is going to come down to, it's going to come down to pitching, which is pretty much what it usually comes down to. But I think that Philly is just a better team. And I actually, I think this is kind of looking like we're going to have a rematch of the of last year's World Series. I think it's going to be Phillies, Phillies, and uh, the Astros again. But I think that Texas is going to be tough. Texas pitching has been 
has been lights out. And there's also potential for Max Scherzer to come back in this ALCS from injury for for Texas. So obviously having Max Scherzer available is a huge boost to your pitching staff. So I don't know. This 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 one seems like it might go seven games. It could be a really good back and forth. But that all starts on Sunday and Monday. And once it gets rolling, it's going to go quick. And the World Series is going to be here before we know it. And if the World Series goes six or seven games, it's rolling into November. So, <laughs> so that is a look at the league championship matchups coming up. And just to reiterate, the playoff format is fine. If you don't like it, play better. That's that's kind of my take and what a lot of people are saying as well. Um, it's it's easy to make excuses when you lose, but you gotta own it. If you're if you're the best team in the league, then play like you're the best team in the league. I it it, it makes no sense to me, and I do have to give kudos to. Atlanta Braves management, they were asked, you know, where was the layoff a factor? And plain and simple, no, the, the five-day layoff wasn't an issue. We just needed to play better. That's not, it's never an excuse. If you're, if you're the best team in the league, play like it. And, you know, the best teams show up in October. And here we are with a different matchup of, and some, some fun matchups, some fun storylines. Excited to see how it all plays out. Hey, if you are a fan of football, you should check out the Football Kingdom podcast. New episodes every week where we break down the previous week of the NFL. We spend a lot of time on the Kansas City Chiefs and then just talk about some stories and news that sticks out to us and we have a lot of fun doing it. Again, the Football Kingdom podcast that gets released every Wednesday. And more stuff to plug. Here I am. Every Friday, if you're a fan of the show, the reality TV show Survivor, we have a podcast for that. It is called The Merge Feast. And me and two friends just get together and we... Just have a conversation about the episode. What stuck out to us? What did we like? Just talk some strategy, social game. Just talk about our love for the game in general. And we have a lot of fun. Again, the Merge Feast every Friday. And if you're enjoying This Is Baseball, if you would be so kind to leave a rating so I can know what you think of the show. That's all I have for you. Thank you for listening. I'll see you for the World Series.